like cheer wine. I do like cheer wine, actually. It's delicious. Yeah. I'm a big diet cheer wine fan. They make diet cheer wine? And Kroger makes diet cheer wine. It's called Diet Black Cherry Soda. Exact same thing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But it's not cheer wine. No, it's big No, day. but I guess it's like it's like Mountain Lightning. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mount, yeah. Or, or um, Food Lines is Mountain, Mountain Lion. Lion. I like Dr. Perky. Yep. Yep. Dr. Perky. Yep. Or Dr. Th- Dr. Thunder. Thunder. I've seen Dr. Thunder. Is, yeah. that, a, is that Walmart's mm. version? Yeah, it's a Walmart's. Mm. What other off-brand My soda? off-brand sodas of choice are Kroger brand. I find that they make the best tasting. They do, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't know if they make the best tasting, but I generally shop at Kroger. Well, it's because it's dirt cheap for their sodas. So like, yeah, You get like are. four 12-packs for nine bucks or something. You can still get a two-liter of soda for like 64 cents there. And they're the <laughs> only place that still makes Diet Code Red. It's hmm. called Diet Drop Red. Red Drop? Yeah, Diet Red yep, Drop. Red Drop. And it's badass. I do enjoy that shit. Uh, they only make it in a two liter. When are they going to start making... They make diet Baja Blast. When are they going to start canning that shit? I thought that they're, they're getting they ready did. to start. Well, they That's make it. Baja Blast in cans now. Yeah. What but, uh, oh, you mean me? diet Baja Yeah, like, diet Baja Blast. Like Moe's has it, and a, uh, a couple other restaurants have it. That Coke machine where there's all like 8,000 different types of shit. Like all the different types of soda you can... You know what I'm talking about? No. All right, like Moe's on Ward's Road. I've been there in a while. They have this Coke machine, and it's like you press it. It's like a touch screen, and there's like all the different types of regular soda, like Coke. Does the voice Coke of GLaDOS Zero. come on and say, make your selection? Um, Coke Zero. But then you press it, and there's like 14 different types of Coke Zero. There's like raspberry Coke Zero. Oh, where they Coke add Zero. like flavor. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Orange yeah. Coke Zero. Yeah. Lime Coke well, Zero. Well, I understand them not putting that out, because right, then they're going to be stuck with a shitload of Lime have, Coke Zero. and They have... Well, I think it adds a flavor shot to yeah. the base. They have cherry mellow yellow Zero, which is maybe the best tasting drink I've ever had in my life. Hmm. Cherry mellow yellow Zero. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know how I feel. I don't know. No, what, what is your what is your complaint that they don't sell cherry lemon, mellow yellow zero? Like in the they store? have all these amazing flavors, and I can only get them at Moe's and to go. Well, up. it's because I think they have the base soda, and then they inject like different flavors, right. too, which but you wish, could get like probably the flavoring. I was going to say I don't yeah. like if they just want to start selling like the Coke brand flavors mm. for like three bucks in the drink aisle. I'll mix them with my canned soda all day. Mm-hmm. Like in a Mayo like those bottle little, that like, you can, like, yeah, Dasani yeah, drop. Right, like drinks, if they don't yeah. want to commit to making. Orange Coke Zero, fine, but that sounds gross. It, it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Raspberry Coke Zero. They do make lime Coke Zero awful. in yes, cans. They do. I've seen that mm. before. It's not very good. They used to make um, Diet Pepsi with lemon in it. It's called like Pepsi Twist. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. That was gross. Yeah, I don't. Lemon doesn't need to mix with soda. <laughs> well, regular dark soda. Speaking of soda, uh, you remember you remember uh, X Entertainment? Was that what it was called? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was a, it was that blog where uh, it was xentertainment.com. It was it's still up. Yeah, but it's, it, was, it hasn't been updated in a while. But it was one of the the very early like retro pop culture blogs that. And uh, like every every couple days, he'd review like old action figures or action figure commercials or yeah. old video games or I think he had a tape that was just like uh, Saturday morning uh, cartoon commercials yeah. like from the 80s oh. and he was like digitizing them and putting them online before YouTube existed. Yeah, that was great cuz I remember yeah. way back in the day logging on there and being able to watch all the Transformers yeah. commercials with the kids with the glowing green eyes. Yeah, cuz this more than meets the eye. Yeah, this this predated YouTube, so streaming like finding video real online. player streaming and yeah, shit like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh he still has a website. It's still up, yeah. Well, no, he has a new website. Oh, does he? It's called dinosaurdracula.com. Really? And uh, he does the same shit. 
Like, huh. uh, he's constantly uh, reviewing old Happy Meal toys and, nice. like, boxes of old cereal that he finds and <laughs> why shit did, like that. So why didn't he just bring back X Entertainment? I don't know. Probably because it sounds like a porn site. That's good. Though anyway. Dinosaur Dracula doesn't really... I don't know what that is. If that you tell me what DinosaurDracula.com is. It's true. Maybe that's why he did it. Yeah. He also has a Tumblr called Mummy Shark. So, <laughs> so he likes horror and he likes animals. Yeah, he's on Instagram. Like, I follow him and uh, nice. I constantly see stuff that he has that I want to trade him for. But I don't know if he's a trading, trading kind of Instagram Ninja Turtle guy. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you about somebody to watch out for on Instagram. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He hasn't cheated me. Like, I've traded with him a bunch before. And he's always been good, but he's acting really sketch right now. Who? Uh, old school toys. I heard... Like, a lot of people are accusing him of being Chubzilla. Oh. And I've traded with him, like, five times. For the people who are listening, Chubzilla being the guy who uh, ripped, ripped, off. Us off, ripped off, off me and a lot of other people trading Ninja Turtle toys. Welcome to our Instagram gossip uh, trading No, like, <laughs> he texted me randomly the other night, and he's like, so people think I'm Chubzilla now. What the fuck? Where's he I'm from? Like, California. Where for, Where in California? Southern California. But he's not from Los Angeles. He's from Tim like, not from Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yeah. He's from, I don't know, like near San Diego. I oh, think. my God. Nobody cares. Well, so you haven't gotten your shit? No, I haven't. Like, no, we agreed on a trade. And, like, we agreed Wednesday night. And, like, Thursday, I'm like, hey, dude, I know we've traded before, but I need your information for shipping because I don't keep anybody's information. Right. It's kind of sketchy, but... No, I have a notebook full of everyone's... Oh, ad- well, no, I don't, actually. That'd be yeah. that'd be smart of me to do, actually. But, like, he was like, hey, I'm going into work. I'll text you when I get off in the morning. And I'm like, right on, that's fine. So, like, I texted him again today. I'm like, hey, I've got your package ready, but I can't ship until you give me your information. He's like, well, I'm at the dentist right now, but I'll text you when I get out. And that's, like, seven hours ago. Maybe he's doped up. Maybe he died. Maybe he's one of those fucking people that, like randomly die when they go under the, the maybe but like he pliers. approached me about the trade and like i don't know it's just very sketchy but i mean like clearly he hasn't cheated me of anything because who actually goes to a dentist yeah really <laughs> i need to go something wicked but i got a cavity oh. i just hate it's because you keep spending money on ninja turtle trading and can't afford it and i keep spending money on a new bathroom and a everything in brody's room Airport Road, the podcast. Episode. Fuck. I'm currently living in Episode a toilet. Fuck. I don't know. You don't have a toilet? My bathroom is being renovated. Oh, so uh, how long is that supposed to take? It'll be done Sunday, but we haven't had a toilet since Tuesday. So where are you pooping? Parents' big house. Big bucket. How far away do your parents live? Madison Heights. Jesus. Like past Walmart. I would just drive up to the McDonald's and poop. Yeah, but or I don't poop Blame in it on public. the dog and go out in the backyard. I don't poop in public. Well, okay. I don't. I don't like to poop in public, but man, like, I, would, unless I'm gonna I would rather poop pants. in public than drive twenty minutes to like, my parents' house. Like if I'm in Charlottesville house. and I think I'm going to shit my pants before I get home, yeah, but I'll take some Pepto Bismol and drive across the bridge. Can you? Uh, can you poop in public, Aaron? I don't have an issue pooping in public, but as there long as is the bathrooms relatively clean. I can poop in public. Well, I don't no, like no, peeing in public that much. We still have the much. whole like the drain where the toilet was and i can pee in that that's fine i can, and I can pee in, like a I, japanese person yeah and i can pee in the drain in the basement so that's fine it's just the pooping you just leave it there you can poop in that hole too yeah. just heal it down man yeah the japanese do it all the time but look at how advanced like they I'll are have to get like a bottle of water and dump it down to like get rid of the evidence well yeah well, well i mean you're not like just I'm, gonna poop and leave like a cat but well like so it's just a hole that goes down to the vacuum that is where aaron works 
and like yeah. uh, so you just if if you were to poop in the, the where the toilet was, would would it just float there, or is there like a flushing system? There's a flushing system in the toilet. Yeah, but the toilet's not there. Oh no, it's just the drain. Like it's oh, so it was eventually just pew. Yeah. Go it's down where to the, the stuff the from the toilet goes into, but it doesn't have the force of the flush. I'd be it. constantly peeing in that hole. Oh, I do. I'd probably end up pooping in that hole, too. See, it hadn't gotten to that yet. As opposed to driving 20 minutes. But how many times a day you have to poop? See, I'm, like, yeah. specifically not eating stuff this week that'll make you poop. Like, I'm not eating any fiber. Just loading up on cheese. Yep. <laughs> Just ate cheese. The when you do week. get your toilet installed, you're going to be bound up something terrible. Does it come out like a like a meteor rock? I'm just going to live in that bathroom. Just like steaming. That was like the time I fractured my spine. Uh, Jesus. In, um, in elementary school. Wow. Uh, one of my vertebrae is shaped like a triangle now. Oh, God. Um, yeah, because there's nothing they can do besides yeah. like remove them. Yeah, it's, it was bad. Come to find out Stone Cold also had the same injury, so... Mm-hmm. Me and so Stone Cold Steve a... Austin are uh, Triangle Vertebrae <laughs> Brothers. So you've got spinal stenosis? No, no, that's his neck. Okay. No, he hurt his back at one point. During right, a... slipped disc. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, no, but when uh, I when I hurt my back on the monkey bars when I was like 10. Uh, oh, I fell off monkey bars, too. It stunned my intestines, the doctor, because uh, after like four days of not pooping, we went back to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, you have stunned intestines happen sometimes when you have intense trauma to your back and lower back area. Three weeks. Why? Three weeks. No, I, I didn't have a BM for three weeks as a kid. Ugh, ugh. Did and you a, poop out a fucking brick. It was a black rock. Uh, God, it was the most horrible. It was the worst experience of my life, and that was when I was ten. Well, I mean, that's a good time to get it out of the way. I it guess. made a clink sound when it, <laughs> I would guess so. Yeah. Oh, wow. That sounds horrible. So that's me. My name's Ben. Welcome to Airport Road, the podcast. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm Steven. Uh, we are waltless tonight for uh, reasons. Because he's at the TB ward taking care of his family. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's been uh, isolated and uh, quarantined. Is there still a TB ward? I don't think so. Have both of you had your tonsils removed? No. I never have. Oh. Are you? When Why? Three. Don't they say now it's better to keep them for reasons? I'll say that, but well, when's the last time you guys had strep throat? They have reasons, but... Uh, when I was 10. Really? That's the last time you had strep throat? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had it, to be perfectly honest. I was going to say, I haven't had strep throat since I was three when I had my tonsils removed. It was... F- oh, well, maybe maybe I should get them cut out. Because Lauren gets it... As a like cosmetic the, thing, just so, to prevent it. That's literally the only thing Lauren ever catches, like, that she gets sick with. And, strep? Yeah. And... She gets it almost every year, and I never, I haven't had it since I was three. It is so painful, Aaron, to get strep throat. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really gotten it. I or... just, I mean, I just remember like when I had tonsillitis and stuff as a kid. That was like awful. And I'm one of those people that if I have a sore throat, as much as it hurts, I keep swallowing just Me too. because I want to see if it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. So every like thirty seconds, I'll swallow just to see. Mm-hmm. And with strep throat, it is terrible. I can't describe another pain like oh, it. Maybe I... passing. A three-month-old BM after you fracture your spine. It <laughs> might be like that. Waking uh, up with a sore throat is one of the worst feelings on earth. Well, it's a good way to wake up. Because it'll wake you up, that unnecessary throat pain. Yeah, but when you wake up and you don't realize you have How's a sore good? throat and then you swallow. Yeah, uh, but then immediately, no longer groggy, you're like, pain! Mm-hmm. And then you're awake. Fuck coffee. Well, okay, I, I can Although also like jab does. myself in the arm, too. Well, yeah, coffee but I mean, if you're out of coffee. <laughs> yeah, coffee with like cream is, is good for it. 
Um, shit. What we what we doing? Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've had it's a podcast. Been since I was in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Since I went to Pennsylvania, you fucked everything up. I did. You started this ball rolling, and then I, I was at Magstock uh, like a uh, two weeks back. That was really fun. Two weeks back, I was also at uh in Pennsylvania. How, I saw your uh, videos uh, with your camera glasses on uh, Hershey Park. Yeah, we went to Hershey Park, which is a theme park devoted to chocolate. Woo! In Hershey, Pennsylvania. In Hershey Pa. Where they Steve make the, the, the chocolate. Hershey the Wonder Dog. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we, we ran around. I rode roller coasters for a while, which was great. I haven't ridden a roller coaster in quite some time. I was going right. to say, I didn't know you were a roller coaster person. Yeah. I haven't been on one in a, quite a long time. But uh, that first one, I was pr- that getting on to that first one. I was hit, getting some anxiety because it's been so long, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't want to do it. But then after the first one, I was like, All right. This is the first year since Lauren and I have been dating, and we've been dating for eleven years that we haven't gone to an amusement park in the summer. Uh oh. Well, it's because she's pregnant. Oh. She can't ride anything. Bullshit excuses. <sighs> no, those we, things are pretty safe. You can ride on them with a we, baby. We should plan like maybe a trip to like Kings Dominion or mm-hmm. something next year. That might be cool. You're, that would be cool. Yeah, or I love Bush Gardens too. That's a long. I love trip, Bush Gardens, but it's a much longer trip. It's like twice as fucking long. Yeah. Was it they like five have, hours from here? That's four and a half. How far away is Kings Dominion? About two, uh, two and a half. Kings Dominion. Last time I went is so fucking. My, Run down. Undertaker's yeah. coming out. Uh, the biggest issue I have with King's Dominion is there's no shade. Everything is fucking asphalt. And it's no longer movie themed. Yeah. Which, that was fine. They were getting obscure with the movies. Like, really an Italian job roller coaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now it's just kind of depressing. Because now it's, it's called, just like... like, the Backlot Stunt Coaster. <laughs> yeah. But the hurler is still the hurler. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it's not Wayne's World themed anymore. But. No, well, that pissed me off, and they got rid of Stan Makitas and replaced it with the Happy Days Diner. Well, at the same time, how relevant is Wayne's World nowadays? I'd say it's more relevant than the fucking Happy Days Diner. I don't know, man. You can, I mean, you can still see Happy Days on fucking TV Land every goddamn day. And even yeah. if you don't, any kid will be like, okay, this they looks like an old thing. Wayne's World from Netflix every third month. Yeah, but no kid who goes to a well, theme park knows true. who Wayne is or Garth well. or any of that shit. I mean, when they could was, update it with something else that's this is gonna make, fairly relevant. This but. is going to make me sound dumb, but keep in mind how old I was in 1991 and 92. For the longest time, until I got the concept that people played these roles in movies, uh-huh. I thought that, I didn't know Mike Myers was Wayne. Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was like a movie about a dude, like his life. Like, it never <laughs> occurred to me that that was an actor. It's a documentary filmed in yeah. real time. Because, like, I remember thinking, like, as a kid, like, I wonder why that Wayne guy's not anything else. <laughs> I was Like, five. as himself? Yeah. Like, or, no, he just never showed up in anything else. You weren't allowed what about to stay up and watch. Well, that, but, like. So you, you thought that he was like the guy in an American movie. Mm-hmm. What's that guy's name? Was that the the what's was an American movie? Yeah, the documentary. Uh, yeah, the documentary about the Colvin. Yeah, I, I you thought he was that guy basically, like the like just uh, a real person, right? Because okay. I mean, I was like, it came out like ninety one, ninety two. I was like five or six, and I like went to the theater with my cousins who were like twelve and thirteen and saw it. So like, yeah, five, I wish you were still like that. I wish you still thought that movies were real. That'd be awesome. Life would be so much more interesting talking to you. Kiddo was about five or six when he started catching on that there are actors, mm-hmm. you know. He, he'll, he'll start, like, uh, we were watching Winter Soldier. I saw it for the third time on, on uh, last weekend because fuck yeah, America. Right. And, uh... That movie's so good. He'd seen it for a second time, and he recognized Danny Pudi in, nice. like, his little cameo. So he goes, 
in the middle of the theater. That's the guy from Community. He got really excited. I remember my cousin was one of the people that turned me on to that because we were watching Beetlejuice. Mm. She was like, you know that's Batman, right? And I'm like, Beetlejuice is Batman? (laughs) There's a spinoff. Yep. The best painting on a van ever is Michael Keaton as Batman wearing the purple Beetlejuice jumpsuit riding a sandworm. Awesome. Wait, is that a thing? No, but I want that on the side of a van. You need to get a van just so you can put that on the side of it. Sounds like a good plan. It's all ice cream. It's like that picture I saw of Christopher Walken building Optimus Prime. Someone made a painting of... Someone did a painting of Christopher Walken building Optimus Prime. Can that be like the uh, logo for this episode? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, that will be the logo for that. And I think it was titled The Meaning of Life. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of... Am I the only one that's seen the new Transformers? Yes. I haven't yet, no. Tell us what you thought. I, I have questions. It was long, like two hours and 45 minutes, which is long for any And that movie. is what I heard. That's the only thing The only thing negative I've heard about the movie. And it wasn't that it was dragging. It's just like I looked at my watch and I went to a three-whatever movie and it's almost seven o'clock. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. But how long is it? Uh, two hours and 45 That's minutes. too that's long. That's pretty long, man. I mean, that's two long hours, for any dude. Like, two hours is pretty yeah. much when I, like, start to... Is that longer than Lord of the Rings? Uh, Lord of the Rings was about three hours. I think Return of the King was, like, 3.15 or something like Jeez. that. Jeez. It's yeah. a movie about robots fighting each other, mm-hmm. which and I'm normally all about, but I don't want to have to devote an afternoon to And they to a really movie. did make it seem like it was all about the Dinobots, like right the on. trailers. Well, but well, how much were the Dinobots in it? 20, 25 minutes. Mm. Third act. I was, like, building up to it? Do they have a good explanation for why there's Dinobots? Or is it about as good yeah, as it was in the cartoon? I mean, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Like, the, I was fine with it. They weren't described as simply, we got bored and made Dinobots, was it? Because that's how it was in the cartoon, I think. No. Well, they found fossils in their, like, when they were like mining in their base. Yeah, it's like it, they shot like, down oh, to yeah. Earth way back when what? and were mining it for the whatever they need to yeah. function, the robots. Transformium? <laughs> I heard that something's called Transformium in the movie. Really? That's, they, I don't want to give away a plot point, but it's something that people create. Rainbow Dash is in it. What? I heard Rainbow Dash is in the movie. The it's, pony? Yeah. I didn't see it. I heard that, uh, well, I saw I saw pictures of it, like screen caps, where um, some scientist is making something out of Transformium. Uh-huh. Uh, spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's got yeah, a yeah. big Rainbow Dash, the pony, and then it, like, transforms into a gun. And he's like, oh! Wow. He can do anything, yeah. I blocked that um, Transformium. Out. Transformium, guys. Uh, I, I will say that John Goodman, um, John DiMaggio, mm-hmm. the voice of Bender, who I thought was fucking Jason Statham's voice in the movie, because he did like a Jason Statham impression. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of one of the Transformers. Mm-hmm. And Stanley Tucci stole the show. Nice. Yeah. Wahlberg was good, but... I figured Optimus Prime and Riding Grimlock would have stole the show. That but... was cool, but John Goodman's... Transformer character was fucking awesome. When Grimlock transforms, how big is he? They're big. Because, I mean, Optimus is huge and he's riding him oh, like a man riding a T-Rex. Yeah, it it would be like us standing next to an elephant, kind of. Hmm. Why? What? All if, the, you're, if you're already a T-Rex, why do you have to be a robot? Like, why do you have to turn really, into a Transformer? They don't really turn into those much. Like, it's like once or twice. Do they talk? Do they talk like me, Grimlock, or do they kind of just like 
I don't even remember them talking so much. It's just like growling. So they don't have the immortal line, me Grimlock King. I'm kind of disappointed. I was kind of disappointed that they changed the names of the other uh, Dinobots. Mm. Like they're not Swipe and Slag or whatever. I, I don't remember. Uh, one of them was Slag. And Slag and... Uh, yeah, they almost had like and bootleg Transformer names. Electric Gremlin. <laughs> um, what? No, I uh, saw a couple. I saw How to Train Your Dragon too nice. with the kiddo. Um, that was really cute. I liked it a lot. I, I think I might like the original slightly better, just because I, I the original is just almost perfectly put together, in my opinion. I, I did watch when I watched How to Train Your Dragon the first time. I watched it twice back to back. Yeah, it's really. I good. really enjoyed that silly movie. Yeah. It was good. I need to watch it again. I saw it like when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it since. I liked it. Just. How many more dragons are there? Are there are a lot of fucking dragons. There are a lot of fucking dragons, man. <laughs> a lot of I dragons. I saw a really big dragon in the trailer. It looked yeah. like a white, flat-faced pug dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that's the alpha dragon. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I won't get into spoilers. It's very cute. I, I liked it a lot. I, I was very happy with it. Uh, also saw two documentaries. Uh, one was a documentary, speaking of John DiMaggio, uh, Hey, I know that voice. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, and this is basically, it's a documentary about voice actors. Like Ron uh, I saw a trailer for that, that a Ron long Paulson time ago. Ron Paulson was in it. Um, Tara Strong was in it. Uh, tons of people. Uh, um, the guy who, I can't recall his name, but he's the guy who does the voice for Daph- for uh, Porky Pig. Nice. And he's doing this breakdown of how he does, like how you read a line in Porky Pig. And it's like, okay, it's like one to death. You know, every other word is one to da, and then the da da da, and then da 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 da. And he like basically he's like giving you the formula on how to do it, and then he just flawlessly goes and performs like a, a quote from Shakespeare as Porky Pig. And uh, it's, oh, there's it's, a lot of thought into that. I never actually thought about how there's a no, pattern there, for how Porky. Yeah, talks. There, there's a formula that Which he, makes he sense uses, and he he goes through and they're like da 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 da. And if you can do that, you, you sound have like job a Star security Fox character. for life. Yeah. You sound like a Star Fox character yeah. talking like that. Yeah. I miss Star Fox. Oh, man. What's that called again? Uh, it's called Hey, I Know That Voice. It's actually streaming on Amazon Prime right now. So oh. anyone who has Amazon oh, yeah. Prime who can check that out. Um, I also ordered on Blu-ray another documentary I've been waiting for since last year. Yodorovsky's Doom. Oh, yeah. I and, saw you posted. Yeah, and this... I don't like Doom. The David Lynch one? Yeah. Well, this is actually the story of the version of Doom that they tried to make before that one came about. This is animated? <clears throat> no, this is a documentary. Oh, okay. Um, it features uh, Alejandro Yodorovsky, who is the, the director, writer of El Topo and Holy, uh, The Holy Mountain, which are very bizarre, surreal... Um, art flicks from the 70s and early 80s. I've heard of El Topo. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd like it. Uh, you probably wouldn't unless you're really baked. And okay. even then you'd be there'd be a lot of like what the fuck is going on. It, it's an art film. Okay. This is this guy's like big like kind of like surrealist artist like type dude whose medium is filmmaking. Um, he in the mid 70s uh, started a production trying to get Dune made and along the way he he had to find his warriors, as he puts it, the, the conceptual people to help him realize Dune on the big screen. Right. And among those people, he discovered um, uh, 
like Dan O'Bannon, who had only done Dark Star at that point. Um, he also, H.R. Uh, Giger, who'd never worked in film before. He had seen some of his art and basically he's like, we've got to get this right. dude there. Um, he also was um, going to uh, have music by Pink Floyd and a, like a French goth band that I, whose name escapes me at the moment, like something like Asylum or something, I can't recall. That sounds um, like a French golf. Yeah. That really does sound like a French uh, uh, David Carradine was going to play Duke Leto, Atreides. Um, Jodorowsky's own son, who was uh, uh, Jodorowsky's uh, character's uh, the son in El Topo, uh, was going to play Paul. And he had his son train with like a martial art uh, artist for two years, six hours a day, seven days a week. Jesus. Like learning, so this is the story of Dune that never was. That never got made. It, it, they worked on it for a couple years. Uh, Mick Jagger was going to play Fade. Orson Welles was going to play Baron Harkonnen. Um, <laughs> Baron Sa- Vladimir Harkonnen? Yeah. Uh, uh, Salvador Dali was going to play the Emperor. And it was they had done like everything that they could have done on paper was done. He has the entire film done as storyboards, all this conceptual art. Mobius, um, the, the comic book artist, uh, was... Uh, one of the concept artists as well and uh it's just they he just when he's talking he has this amazing amazing infectious enthusiasm and he's just he he has this film visualized and it's he's got this version of doom that he's so tried so hard to get done and it just they couldn't get the funding ultimately right. because the studio the studios were basically like this dude's a little too fucking weird for us. Right. So the sh- movie, the one they made, is already too weird. For yeah. Us, so. Well, that's it's a weird book. That's the thing. You know, but, I always wanted to see that the first time I watched half of Dune because I still think I've only seen half of Dune mm-hmm. uh, before I clocked out. Um, I always wanted to see a bastardized version of Dune done as like they, them turn it into an 80s, 80s Saturday morning cartoon. I would love to see that. I don't be, know how they just like, out on that. They turned everything into a cartoon in the 80s. If RoboCop was a cartoon <laughs> yeah, no shit, and dude. should not have been Alan a cartoon Toxic, based on the subject no material. Kidding, dude. Toxic Crusaders? Yeah, yeah That's exactly. another concept where you're like, okay, and Yeah, a cartoon based on a movie that has the line, I'm going to cornhole me a blind bitch. <laughs> how do you turn Thanks, any, Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you turn anything that Wes Craven and... Fucking Alan Moore had something to do with into a cartoon. Yeah, well, what came first, the uh, the Swamp Thing movie or the or the comic book? Well, the comic book. No, I mean for, uh, before the cartoon. Like, what was was the t- was the movie out when the cartoon came out? Yeah, the movie was the early. The second 80s. movie was out. Okay, and then yeah. so then we can assume the cartoon was more so based on the movie than it was the comic book. Well, they the had a live action. Yeah, the, the, the cartoon show. was very yeah, much did. based on Return of Swamp Thing, which was the one that uh, what's his name. Uh, uh, Papalopoulos, uh, that that guy who did uh, Chopping Mall and a bunch of other yeah, films. Yeah, 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 yeah. He directed it. He he's gone under several studios. It uh, I think the um, I I remember my dad watched the Swamp Thing live action show. But I remember that show. Too. It was pretty. Yeah, I remember it being good. terrible. He watched honestly. that. I liked and He it. watched the um. Ron was, Perlman, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, show. with Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. that's on Hulu, I think. George R. R. Martin worked on that. The really? Guy flying. Yeah. He, wow. Yeah, I think he uh, he worked on that. That's kind of like Rob Zombie working on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Hey. Just weird. That's now, coming out on Blu-ray now. Yep. Like yep. a complete collection. Oh, also the uh, Adam West uh, Batman '66 series mm-hmm. finally getting DVD. Complete. Well, and finally Blu-ray getting too. released yeah. on anything. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, the rights have been a fucking nightmare to because. 
CBS had a you know a ABC. stake. ABC, I think, did, and WB, and it was just trying to get everything sorted. It was taking forever. Plus, every episode had like some '60s celebrity like cameo when Batman and, and Robin Hornet are climbing crossover. up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I wonder if they put the Green Hornet crossover on. Uh, if that counts as Green they keep Hornet talking or about that, that or they keep they keep bringing that up with. The, I uh, thought I heard that that's going to be like only an exclusive on like the Blu-ray or something. Hmm. But. I mean, it's in continuity, so I don't know why that yeah. would be. See, Kevin I just don't Smith, know if it was... Kevin Smith, working on the comic. Who is? Kevin Smith had something to do with the Green Hornet. Well, Batman. he was originally going to direct... Um, Green Hornet? Green Hornet, the movie. Well, right, uh, but they... Re- they put out Green Hornet, and, Green Hornet meets uh, 66 Batman, the comic. Oh, they're going like to... Kevin Smith is a, involved, because okay. he wrote some Green Hornet stuff. Is it him and Garmin writing it? Ralph Garmin? Might be. Might that be. Because Garmin's such ev- a huge fucking Batman fanboy, an Adam West fanboy. Before, because ever, before any Smodco podcast I listen to, they're like, Batman 66 I meets Greenhorn. I normally through, because the I, I, I scrub, scrub, scrub. ads are fucking annoying. They're so long. Yeah. Yeah. I did like when, when for a, like a, a year or two back, when he was doing the weird thing about like Jonathan Livingston's sales goal. Oh and, like, yeah, the, the ongoing bird has story. Died. Yeah, <laughs> that, that got me to listen to his yeah. bullshit. And then when he would sing, he did that one Fat Kev Smith playing with his man boobs. Cat Fat Kev Smith. <laughs> I remember that, that. song was funny. Oh, Again, Kevin Smith. I will listen to him talk about anything. Do you guys see the uh, poster for Tusk? I yes, did. Yeah. I really. It looks like that. a Mondo poster. poster. It, yeah, it's really. I was good. like, I could put that up in my basement. Mm. I was talking to Richie about uh, doing a. There's a problem like we have on WeirdoChurch.com. Short film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spoofing Tusk, where I get sewn into a turtle costume <laughs> called Shell, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting there in like a little Rubbermaid container. Great. I'm like, no, it's pretty good. He feeds me strawberries. I still I get want, worms every now and then. I, I still want to do that. There's a problem where Aaron becomes a Bon Jovi cowboy. Oh yeah, because oh, your vague status was that you that yeah that I had like a, a thing where I said like I, I'd listen to uh, Bon Jovi on the radio and now I really want a cowboy because it sounds pretty kick ass. I get a robot horse and shit. <laughs> Like, but, uh, completely break it down? Yeah, yeah that, that was a joke, yeah, just break it down. and Where Aaron just buys a motorcycle and starts talking with a Jersey accent about <laughs> cowboy shit. Look, I was in John Carpenter's Vampire's Los Muertos. You may recognize me from uh, U571. Was he in that? I think he was, like, he was, like, one of the officers, like, in the background. I think he kind of looks like Kevin Bacon. He does. Yeah. There's a vague, like... What like, if they were the same guy? <laughs> Man, that would fuck it, up six it, degrees it's, it's even like more. It's like Garth Brooks and uh, Chris Evans. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Yeah. Not Chris, no, no, I'm saying Chris Evans. They're same Captain guy. American Garth Brooks look alike. <laughs> Almost identical. Um, I, have a, I fucking, I'm wearing Jinko jeans right now. And, uh, shorts. I forgot how bad the pockets were on Jinkos because my wallet is currently behind my kneecap. Because <laughs> the pockets on Jinkos, the pockets go yeah. all the way down. So, like, it's uncomfortable to sit like this. Speaking of... Bands. I've been on a kiss hating tangent for a while now. For Why? some reason, I don't know. They just pissed me off randomly one day, and I've been like listening to their songs and finding Fuck you, things Gene to Simmons. make fun of. You see, so you know the dick, song, Peter Chris. the song "Love Gun." Mm-hmm. It's about his uh, dick, and yeah. it's all like the songs out about my love gun, blah blah blah. Anyway, the, it, it, oh. one of the first fucking lines in that song is something about 
get with me and I'll make you feel okay. I'm like, you're singing about your dick and the best you're going to make her feel is okay? You're a no, very... you will have a fairly decent experience. You mean, you <laughs> you're you won't go, me- completely un- go away completely unhappy. Wow, Paul Stanley, you're very mediocre in bed. Well, what if she's feeling really bad, though? That's pretty good. Like, yeah, my dick can, ba- on your worst day, can make you feel normal. It's, it can it's make relative. you feel okay. Like if she can make herself feel okay. Well, what's the next line in that song? Like, leukemia patients it's, are probably I, I all about this them. shit. Yeah. Yeah, give me that dick. It's going to make me feel better. Yeah. Relatively. He, see, he saying, likes to crash funerals, but I'm like, and he's really helping I, people out. If I'm singing a song about my dick, I'm going to say it makes you feel better than okay. It's going to make you feel great. Steven's dick will make it's you gonna feel It's going to make gold. you orgasm out your fucking eyes. <laughs> wow. Can you write this song? Yes. <laughs> let's, let's all pick out our... our, our face paint makeup for uh, our stadium tour okay and then when we turtle get, paint and then when we don't get along we can just have somebody poses us and then we can get pissy and not perform at the rock and roll hall of fame <laughs> all right which one of us is going to be the singer because he will not be the most important person in the band <laughs> he will almost be the least important person in the band pretty <laughs> much even though he really should be the most important he's got a good voice like there's nothing wrong with his voice i just question his lyrics <laughs> no was was gene simmons the leader of the band? Like, was he's he, like, like the, the one who put everything he's together? The marketing I, yeah, he's the guy who I think, like, yeah, who, the he's, businessman of Yeah, the had whole it not deal. been he's, for him, they would have been no, a lot less relevant, a lot No, more I mean, he, he's a notorious self promoter for, for Kiss. I mean, that's why you see fucking Kiss on everything. Kiss from urinal feminine, cakes. Yeah, feminine douches, you know, for Christ's sake. And Shit. they had those Kiss condoms that they used to sell at Spencer's that <laughs> had, like, you know the studded punk rock bracelets? Those were on the condom. I'm like, well, if you want to rip her clit in half, wear those Kiss condoms. Why not? Well, like the the like the nubs were like studded, studded yeah. nubs. Yeah, like around the condom was studded. Like was that just like a French tickler thing, or is this like actual metal? I don't know, but did just, you use one? No. You should have used one. I don't think I would be with Lauren anymore if I was a fucking. <laughs> It's like that scene from Seven. Yeah. He made me! Punk rock. a gun to my head. <laughs> Get this thing off of me! <laughs> it's like a cat penis. It's uh, barbed for my pleasure. Because <laughs> I like to ruin things. Uh, no, I was, I was horrified when I first saw cats having sex. Oh, God. That's yeah. why when you hear the yowl. cats having uh, sex, it sounds like a fucking rape scene. Well, I don't think it hurts until they dismount. Yeah. Yeah, like, because... It's like an arrowhead. Going in is isn't the problem. Coming out is it's the problem. Like constrictor oh. teeth. Yeah. yeah. That's whoever designed God. When you designed that, you yeah. Well, the thought is is that humans may have uh, have like way 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 back when had barbed penises that we just kind of evolved out of over uh, time. What would that be for for preventing the girl from escaping no, during to rape? Keep, well, no, to keep them from pulling out until you finish. Oh, and then uh, when you come, they like go back in? Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's basically so you're stuck in there until, like what dogs do, like dogs have that knot. Right. Yeah. But it also kind of sounds like something rapists wish still existed. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. No, they just have a gun. Well. Or a knife, I guess. But they wouldn't need that if, like... How many times does this podcast have to go back to rape? God damn it. (laughs) As many times as it has to, or can. Uh Uh-oh. I did hear a woman screaming. I hear the sound of a woman screaming. Yay, well... Speaking of barbed penises... Hopefully Daredevil's on that shit and Jennifer Garner isn't convincing him to stay No, he just laid down in his salt bath. (laughs) So he, like, he he hears it and he's like, Ah, I don't want to deal with that subplot. Fuck it. 
maybe in the director's cut. I'll take pick it up later. Coolio's on his own in this edit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the Daredevil director's cut, The director's cut, cut of it's not it's bad. five bucks on Blu-ray, Best Buy. I bought it when it was like 15. Uh, well. <laughs> that was like the third Blu-ray I bought. I think the first Blu-ray I bought was Punisher. Nice. I just don't think I've watched it yet since. <laughs> they always have The Last Samurai for five bucks on Blu-ray at Best Buy, and I have never seen it in stock. I've never seen that movie. I've seen it. Like, it's okay. It's got a badass movie. scene where like ninjas like uh, try to attack the samurai enclave, and it's pretty sweet. Did anybody see that Keanu Reeves samurai movie? I heard it was no. really shitty, but I haven't seen it. So. I really, I still see really want to I mean, see I the fuck out of it. I figured it was going to be shit, but it yeah. looked like interesting. It, shit. it looks like fun eye candy. Yeah, if nothing else. I watched um I watched World War Z mm. on Netflix, and I was pissed mm. for a couple reasons. Did you watch the reasons. new edit or the original version? I've That's seen... part of why I'm pissed. Okay. Yeah. Because on my Netflix popped up, and then World War Z popped up, and I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I heard it was okay if I you don't prete- if you pretend you didn't read the book. So I watched I didn't it. Read the book. And the f- the number one reason I was pissed off, I'll talk about in a second. But the number two reason that it was pissed off, I'll talk about in a second. The number three reason I was pissed off is when it ended. You know, it does the suggested movies? Yeah. It said suggested. Watch the unrated cut. Fuck you. Why didn't it show the unrated cut on the I main fucking page? I discovered the unrated cut. After I added, like, the original version to my queue, I, like, scrolled over, like, six pages, and there it was. I'm like, why is this not more watched than the original cut? Because they hide it that way. I guess to appease more audiences. It's like they never add new releases to the new release section. You just have to randomly find them. I actually, like, uh, have, like, a a few, like, uh, Flixist every week has, like, a Netflix Now thing where they go through every single new edition. Nice. Um, So I can, I I go and I check it out and I'm like, oh, Flixist is an app or just a website? Flixist is a website, uh, F-L-I-X-I-S-T. It's part of the, yeah, I should too. Part of the modern method. It's Detroit sister site. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they, they do, like, every week Netflix Now and they have an update everything in the U.S., all the new That's handy, because then I could have avoided this whole fucking thing. Yeah, and game. can I vent on Netflix really quick? Mm. The, su- the fucking suggested based on what you've watched is full of shit, because that's <laughs> always like, how does this relate to anything I have ever watched? <laughs> one of my favorite ones is I watched one of the Return of the Living Deads a couple years back, and then it suggested One Tree Hill. <laughs> yeah, like, there was some Disney Channel show called, like, Lemonade Mouth or Lemonade Head. I remember Lemonade Mouth. I've seen it. I haven't watched it. And I had watched, like, Rocky Four. And I was like, based on your viewing of Rocky Four, Lemonade Mouth. I'm like, sure. is that about a Russian? Or? No, it's just whatever everyone watches. I mean, it's not based on the similar movies. The, it's based on the people who watch that, what they also watched. And I've determined that the only people who share what they watch on Facebook are five-year-olds. Because mm. the popular on Facebook stuff is nothing but, like, children's cartoons. Mm. Yeah, or they could be the, the it could be people like us who are like, fuck yeah, I'm going to watch Power Rangers again. <laughs> and sure, I'm halfway Facebook. through Dino Thunder right now. Why not? Um, um, no, but okay, uh, World War Z. Did you you saw it? Did you I see it? it? I saw it. I saw it in the theater. Oh, okay, this I'm late to the game. Then I was not a fan. I didn't read the book, so I don't have that working against me. My number one problem was that what I wanted to see was in the last three minute montage at the end. Where it was people fighting yeah. back, and that's World War Z because that's what yeah. the book was. You know, cut around all to the different places on the planet, and like fuckers were on top of buildings shooting flamethrowers, and it showed the Russians fighting back, and them like they had the sound systems set up in like football yeah. stadiums, and they were nuking them, yeah. which was like <clears throat> that's 
what the movie should have been. If it couldn't have been what the book was, mm. that's closer to the book because then you could have shown more of that instead of Brad Pitt going right. to different countries and fucking shit up. Yeah. Although some of the stuff, like, was it Israel where he went? That was cool. I liked that whole segment of the movie. Oh. My biggest... It's still, com- wherever he goes, ten minutes later, shit happens. Yeah. Well, it's a movie. Like, it would be shitty if he went somewhere and nothing happened. Yeah, I get, uh, yeah, I get that, but how... <sighs> J. Michael Straczynski, years ago, wrote a really damn great script mm-hmm. adaptation of it. It was a lot of elements taken from the books, mm-hmm. but it was kind of a, an All the President's Men, where instead of everyone kind of knew what the Red Decker plan was, um, it was kind of he unveils it, you know, under, during his reporting and discovers that the government basically left some people behind as bait yeah. in order to reinforce, you know, the, uh, the secure zones. And uh, it was excellently done. You may still be able to find it online, but the uh, director just tossed it out because he didn't like it and gave us... What Brad we currently Pitt. have? Yeah, Brad Pitt running away from shit. I think- Brad Pitt, Pitt goes to three countries... And, and, shit, and as soon and as he gets there, like within ten minutes, like you said, yeah. I think everything goes terrible. Wouldn't not like that movie as much if it wasn't called World War Z. If it was called something else, I probably would be fine with it because there's honestly one character in the entire movie that was actually in the book. That guy he meets in Israel. Mm-hmm. That's the only character. That's the only thing that's in the fucking book no, that's in the movie. The, the group of soldiers in South Korea call them Zeeks. And well, in one chapter of the book, yeah. they referred to zombies as Zeke's. My biggest okay. complaint with that movie was the ending, because I was just like, that's it? Oh, God. Well, originally, do you know how it was supposed to end? No. They went back and did reshoots. Um, the uh, the helicopter pilot played by the dude from Lost, and the guy who played Racer X and Speed Racer, uh, mm-hmm. the name escaped me at the moment. Um, but uh, he, uh, Brad Pitt was supposed to basically kind of... Uh, Instead of finding the, uh, 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 not well, not the cure, but finding spoilers the for a movie that's two years old. Yeah, the camouflage and mm-hmm. realizing, oh yeah, I, a terminal illness will make us invisible to them. What the fuck is that retarded shit? That but was anyway. that was my number one problem with the movie because <laughs> yeah. that don't make no fucking sense. Um, well, but, I guess they smell death on you with a terminal illness. What's yeah, that? but that's what, you know. Well, Luckily, mean, he picked the, a completely curable one, and it took effect so quickly that he basically became invisible in seconds. It's retarded. Let's not get into that. But the, the Even idea still, yeah. It, kind of like, this, this virus no, can t- make a dead body be able to have this superhuman ability. How smart was this virus that it could make a, make a dead body they were be the, able to smell things that... Arguably, if, dogs. If can they're smell. eating well, people, uh, that, and then, that's the logic they're using, though, is that dogs and stuff can smell like. Yeah, tunnels. but a rabid dog, or you know, a, a, you know, it's point. It's dumb. Yeah, it, it's anyway. But what happened? I guess like pretty much after like the plane crash, what happened is he gets like, like forced into like kind of a prison <coughs> labor camp mm. type deal, and uh, his character was actually going to be like instead of landing. Yeah, like he, in Wales or wherever. Yeah, yeah, in like find like the the Who yeah. uh, um, center. He was going to be like kind of captured by the Russians, forced in kind of like a, a labor, and he becomes like this badass over the months. And then he he's finally able to get his hands back on a satellite radio to try to get in touch with his wife and kid who's on the yeah, carrier. Yeah, because that was just and, kind of like. Yeah, and what it turned out was is that the helicopter pilot played by the dude from Lost mm-hmm. um, had like basically like. Uh, forced his wife like into a relationship in order to make sure that they aren't kicked out of the the safe zone. Basically, he was forcing her to like 
be his his wife, oh. like have sex with him, so like her and the kid could eat. Oh. And the movie ends with basically like Brad Pitt being like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking break out of this shit and oh, cause get see, my this family just back." Like, and it was gonna end on a cliffhanger, like hanging like that. This was just like we're on a little boat, and I'm like, mm. "Well, can at least child Jason pop out of the water or something?" Because this is bullshit. Uh. Yeah, it is a See, I still think show. that the way this should have been done, it should have been done <clears throat> kind of like... should have been a uh, Showtime show. See, it should have been an I, HBO it, miniseries. It, really... it should have been done like a Ken Burns documentary or kind of like Band of Brothers. Yeah. Where you have like interviews with the people, That's which keeps exactly it to the book. What it should have and been. then you have like the reenactments or do like news footage and shit like it's, that. It's kind of got the Halloween 3 thing working against it. Like, mm. people wouldn't shit on that or wouldn't have shit on that movie if they just called it Season of the Witch. See, I don't... I, like the Don of the Dead remake, I, I would be much happier with that if it wasn't called Dawn of the Dead, if it right. was just a zombie movie that sort of takes place partly in a mall and call it something Mall else. of the Dead or something. Yeah, or like this I was fine with it being called Dawn of the Dead, to be perfect. This could have just been yeah. called, like, I don't know, Zombie World or something stupid. Brad Pitt's Zombieland. Zombie, zombie World, I guess. Yeah. Brad, Brad Pitt's Magical world, Zombie Gold Crowding Adventure. Yeah. Um, dead World or something. It, anyone, if... Uh, Go to Audible, sign up for a one-month trial. Mm-hmm. You'll get one free credit. And you can get, support Ridgecast. Yeah. Get <laughs> the, uh, get the uh, World War Z complete edition audiobook. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's like around 12 hours, but it's the entire book. Nice. Each, uh, like each person being oh, interviewed is done that. by like yeah. an actor like Nathan Fillion, Jerry Ryan... I really uh, Alan Alda. Did enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, there's I didn't tons really of people. To that. I read I enjoyed the book. Yeah, the so bu- that'll probably be really good. The book's good, but yeah, it's worth signing up for an audio uh, for an Audible trial just to like get that audio book and check it out because it's fantastically. Good. I wasn't joking. You can support Richcast, yeah. which is a local podcast. podcast. So I didn't. Uh, my problem with World War Z the book was I didn't like how I didn't like I didn't really get into it. In the beginning, I kind of wanted to hate it when I first started reading it because I didn't yeah, really. You care. didn't like I it think, when you when I, I first you, read it. Yeah. I think you turned me off to that book because I remember coming up to you and you're like, "Did you ever read World War Z?" And you're like, "Yeah." It's like, "What do you think?" You're like, "Meh." And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna buy it then." <laughs> I think I was halfway through, or close to. I was, I was close to halfway through it, and towards the halfway point, I was like, "This book rocks," <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. I, I had an issue with uh, it was. I had a lot of hipster hatred. For Max Brooks at the time, uh, that wasn't warranted, I guess, because I was reading the uh, the Zombie Survival Guide, and it contradicts itself a few times, mm-hmm. and then it just got so popular so fast. Well, the zombie that that, thing. that became the end all be all like book of zombies. Yeah, and I was just like, fuck this. Because I remember when they first announced the Walking Dead TV show. It was when I was still at the news when I was a PA. Mm-hmm. And I came down. I was like, do you ever read the comic book Walking Dead? And I think you're like, yeah, I've read some of it. And I was like, they're making that into a TV show. And you were like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, it's like I woke up the next day and all of a sudden everybody liked zombies. Yeah. 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 I mean, that happened to, That happened t- twice in my life now because that happened when uh, Dawn of the Dead and Land of the Dead and Shaun of the Dead and came out. What's it, and then it kind of went back down and, and then now it walked well, again. No, um, 28 Days Later yes. was kind of the big thing yeah. that made zombies popular again. That, and then it died off a little bit. And then Walking Dead brought it back. Yeah, and the thing that still pisses me off about Walking Dead and, like, the people who jump on the zombie thing, like, after it's come back, are the people who post, I love zombies, brains, and I'm like... God. Fuck you, A, because you have no idea what that comes from. Yeah. That just pisses me off. Well, it's the same people who are, like... Return of the Living Dead. It's the same people who, like, 
they see me when I'm at work playing with Ninja Turtle toys, and they're like, oh, I love the turtles, Calabunga, and they can't name one of the four, you know? I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, yes, I have hatred for them, but I'm kind of more at a point in my life where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, but it's just because like... Because why, yeah. why, why would you... I'm the stupid but one for knowing like, all four Ninja Turtles what, names. What they mean is that, oh, I like the, the Ninja Turtles, but I don't love them enough to actually know anything about them. I just think, oh, that's cool, but I'm not into it. Yeah. And they're like, I heard this brains thing in relation to zombies, and it, I think it applies to every zombie thing ever. When it applies to one series? Yeah. That they've probably not heard of or seen. Return of the Living Dead. Yes. For those listeners who It's a fucking good movie. It's a great movie. Like, if you say you like zombies, watch that. Send more paramedics. At least watch (laughs) the first one. Yeah. You can probably skip Uh, two through... The second second one's okay. You can skip three through five. (laughs) The second one was disappointing, because I watched the first one and immediately watched the second one. You're a piece of shit by comparison, aren't you? (laughs) You're like, why are these characters in it again? Yeah. (laughs) I did a, yeah, I saw the second one first. Oh. So I remember being like, I watched that That, one, I was like, that was okay. That happened with me. I saw Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead before Night of the Living Dead. Hmm. So like, I went from like Action 8 back to the original, and I was like, well, this is really slow. (laughs) What, which one, Dawn of the Dead? Like I saw Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, then I saw Night of the Living Dead. See, I saw Night of the Living Dead first, and that is why it's still the best zombie movie of all time. I am really excited. <coughs> I'm super pumped about this, actually. Heritage, this fall, is putting on a play, Night of the Living Dead. The set and the actors are going to be painted to black, look and, black white. and white. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, with uh, Heritage is a local high school, and I'm not yeah. sure how they're going to get away with doing that. Beca- they can't have it videotaped. Well, they can have a videotape for archival purposes. But yeah, they can't I'm going to be shooting at Tech Week. Sell it, <coughs> and they can't like. It's really the same guys publish. who did the Evil Dead musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, did this one, and this oh, is okay. like the first time that it's being done. Okay. Off of their ma- off oh. of them doing it. Yeah, like I. Well, he works for me now, but he just graduated from Heritage. He told me about it, and I let my jaw drop. So like, there's going to be like a, a song called "They're Co- They're Coming to Get You." Barbara. I don't think it's a musical. No, it's oh, like it's, it's, a, it's a stage version of the movie. What I like ah. about it is that um, the first act is the movie. Mm-hmm. The second act is all what if scenarios. So the second act, like one of the what ifs, is what if they all did go into the basement, <laughs> and they all and spoilers, they all die in every scenario. And or like what if what if uh, the, what if Ben was the sheriff. And the sheriff was the black guy yeah. in the movie. And, and then like, chaos. The sheriff is a nit bomb. <laughs> I'm like, they're going to make so much fucking money off of this. They're going to need so. to do it a couple of weekends. Because just the whole check zombie thing. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, if immediately, you're recording like, that, I'd love to get a copy of it. Yeah. I like immediately wanted to uh, email Biff and be like, Biff, I want tickets for this, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. And i got to help him with the effects and blood. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um... Oh, I watched a documentary on Netflix called Godfather of the Living Dead, I think it's called. Mm. It's a <clears throat> documentary about Romero and Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. And I, Doc of the Dead? Uh, that's another one. Yeah. Okay. There's, I've seen Doc of the Dead, but I didn't I think that was I saw the Romero out one, too. Yeah, the Romero one is... Ew, I watched it on Netflix today. Um, it was good. It was all about Night of the Living Dead but, uh, and Romero. Oh, I've got to make a comment about this. It was make, it, it, I found it funny that the entire thing, pretty much, was about... How it, that movie was a product of its time mm. and the message that it had behind it and the racism and the Vietnam War and all this other stuff. But every time it cut back to Romero, the director, yeah. he was like, yeah, that was all in- unintentional. Pretty At much, yeah. At least he yeah. take yeah. the fucking Stan yeah. Lee. Yeah. 
And then they go well, back to... Well, made the X-Men. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, and then they'll cut back to a college professor who was, like, growing up as a black guy, as a black kid at the time, you know, that was... That was so ballsy That's, for to have a have a black guy, you know, slap a white woman in the thing, and yeah. then it cuts back to Romero's like unintentional. So yeah, just like it, it, he's discount, like rightfully so, but he's discounting every single thing that all these people are giving him props for. But at the same time, that's kind of like the the whole death of the author thing, where people like take a, a work of art that someone creates and they kind of uh, pour their own life experiences mm-hmm. into it and get different things out of it. So, I mean, that that's perfectly valid for those people that see those things. And, and even watching it, when I watched it when I was young, I, you know, I, I kind of got the idea that it's like, wow, the main dude's, like, the hero's a black guy, and this was done in the, the 60s. late 60s. Yeah. That's like, you don't see that shit. The fact that that movie was shot in black and white when I, like, first saw stuff from it and had no idea when it came out, like, made me think it was a lot older, like it was from, like, yeah. the classic Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it looks like, like a the 50s last, film yeah. rather than a late 60s. Yeah, it looks like something Universal would have put out towards the end of their whole... Mm-hmm. It was, like, one of the last black and white movies to come out. Because apparently all the movies back then were already in color, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it's just low budget, right? Mm-hmm. I think they had a $100,000 budget. And this is going to make me sound... Dumb, so Richie, if I don't think you listen, but if you do, stop listening for the next 30 seconds. Before I watched that documentary, I had no fucking idea George Romero had a ponytail. <laughs> I just thought he had short hair, and then in that, he like turns his head to the side and I'm like, what the it's fuck? It's almost like a mullet with a pony- ponytail. Yeah. It's like short hair, ponytail. Yeah, because there's no <laughs> hint at all that he has long hair. Because it, it, I just thought he had like old man flipped his hair back like my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Fucking ponytail. It's like Willie Nelson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like. It's all like old man ponytail, like old balding man ponytail. <sighs> old balding man ponytail. Or like, or like, uh, or like Paul Heyman. <laughs> but I called, like, I was going going to work later that day, and I called my wife and like, did you know George Romero had a ponytail? <laughs> She's like, yeah, a little short ponytail in the back. I'm like, well, it wouldn't be in the front. It wouldn't be a ponytail, but yeah, it's <laughs> called a goatee. <laughs> oh Christ! What is your your wife knows who George Romero is? Yeah. Oh, good job, Lauren. And, like, she doesn't like the super, super scary horror, but she loves, like, the Night of the Living Dead type stuff. Uh, Speaking of, I pre-ordered my copy of the limited edition of Nightbreed coming out in October. Mm-hmm. I heard there was some beef with you in a, a Facebook status update about this, Steven. Beef with me? I, I heard don't that... think there was any actual beef. <laughs> okay, because... Uh... No, Our good I friend Richie was com- complaining about how uh, you, complaining about no, you on Facebook. Well, no, what was happening is like I, you know, Walt posted made, that it was on sale for fifty six. And mine was just a Pulp Fiction reference that yeah. I threw in there. Yeah, but I mean, basically, people are like, "Oh, that's cool," but I wouldn't pay that much for. Right, that you was know, Ian. A, yeah. but my comment was just the thing from the diner from mm-hmm. Jack Rabbit Slim. So I was like, fifty nine dollars for a Blu ray. See, I that's, I, the, that's plastic and cardboard. Yeah. Has it got any bourbon in it? That was my comment, just a throwaway Pulp Fiction reference. Yeah, and, then, and I got what you were going right. for, and I, I didn't take an offense. And then, and then it got, like, a, a few people were debating, well, like, oh, well, no, it's totally worth it. But it's like, And no, then Walt it, was just like, Steven, you know if it was Jaws, you would pay that much for it. And I'm like, look, I would pay $59 for an extended cut of the original Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles movie. So, I would, too. Or just a Turtles movie with one fucking yeah. special feature. With a menu. Yeah. Because the Blu-ray of Ninja Turtles has no menu. It just goes straight to the fucking movie. 
But for me, I love Nightbreed. That's one of those movies that I, I saw when I was a kid, and that kind of made me fall. The very first issue of Fangoria that mm-hmm. I ever read had a feature of Nightbreed in it. I can still remember the layout, the pictures from that layout. And that thing's fucking loaded, too. Yeah. Like, it's definitely, like, it's, if you're a fan of that movie, there's the, enough to justify yeah, the price tag. The theatrical sure. cut, the director's cut, which is not the Cabal cut, it's actually they were able to recover a lot of the elements. And this is, like, Clive Barker sitting down, this is the edit that he right. wanted. And Ian's comment, too, wasn't even anything, like, bad. It was just like... You mean Ian of Ridgecast? Yes. On iTunes? He's the I in Ridgecast. <laughs> um, I love that podcast, but anyway, um, his comment was just like, I would probably watch those special features, like, once, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't be something I watched on the regular. So, for me, I'm fine with just the bare-bones Blu-ray mm-hmm. special edition. See, I wouldn't have paid 80 bucks for the limited no, edition. No, yeah. But for 56, that's one of my favorite movies. I really am and interested in that And you even said that, that and I was like, you know, understandable. Yeah, it, it's for me, it, it's and one of like, my favorites. And I was like, I would so. pay, probably pay that much for a loaded, or just a something on there version of Ninja Turtles. And if there was like a badass super cut of Terminator 2, mm-hmm. I would probably do it as well. I do really like the extended cut of Terminator 2, though. I do too. That is a, yeah. It adds that scene where he tries to smile. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but I won't pay... Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't care if it is my favorite movie. It, I, it's hard for me to spend more than $20 yeah, on one thing. It is know? excessive, and I fully admit that that's more money than I should pay for a... Spe- but again, you know what? I'm like, fuck it. This is one of my favorite movies. I never in a million years thought that I'd see a director's cut. Can you name any other movie grade. you would spend $56 on? But mm. see, the thing is, the two people like bitching at us were like Walt and Richie who are Criterion snobs. Yeah, they are Criterion collectors. I mean, they I mean both, that's not the most he would have spent on a movie before. No, they both drop crazy amounts, in my opinion, but I spent a lot of money on shit too, so that's fine. Mostly that's, on shipping Ninja Turtles. Yes, and buying, well, I don't spend tons of money, but buying old Super Nintendo games, but <laughs> that's fine. I don't have any issue with it. That's what he spends his money on. I was just thrown in a Pulp Fiction movie. Yeah. <laughs> It got taken more seriously than it needed to be, but yeah. And it's because it was a Walt status update. <laughs> I saw Nightbreed one time. That was the one with the leeches in his stomach, and he found all those weird people. Little right? tentacles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's about a dude who... It's like uh, the cover of the movie is a dude in like a leather jacket, and he's all like, oh, yeah, and, and he's got then, all the weird people behind him. Yeah. And then there was a yep. comment of, am I the only one that prefers the standard edition cover to the limited <laughs> edition cover? And Walt was like, yes, you are. And I was like, I prefer the limited because I prefer the color blue to red. <laughs> I, th- I do like the artwork on the, the was, limited edition. It's yeah. pretty sweet. It looks like a... And, um, you know, hey, everyone has preferences, man. I'm not going to It looks them. like a Mondo poster. Yeah, I mean, I fully understand why people wouldn't be as into Nightbreed as I am. Right. For me, I saw it at, like, a particular time in, like, my formative youth. It, 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 it's a great monster movie. It's really creepy. That's kind of it, like yeah. how I get shit from people for loving Scream. But I was like, if I hadn't have seen Scream, I probably wouldn't give a shit about horror movies. Mm-hmm. That was like the gateway yeah. horror movie for me. So yeah, this one I, I love. Cronenberg plays like the like the main antagonist, and I a Decker mm-hmm. uh, in it. But his button face, like serial killer persona, is just like a fucking i think it should be up there with like kruger or Mm -hmm. michael myers or jason just like the iconic look of that that's if that movie had been bigger you know they i I, uh i think we'd be seen like button face speaking of freddy krueger i had a dream the other night i was dreaming that i was in other people's dreams watching them be killed by freddy krueger doing different (laughs) and i haven't watched a freddy krueger in fucking forever so i don't know why i was even dreaming this but then like 
It was one of those, like, you're half asleep, half awake things. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. dog, Seamus, whose toenails had been clipped in a while, was walking down the hall, the hardwood floors, and mm-hmm. I could hear toenails on it. <laughs> yes, and I woke up, and I, like, I knew it was him, but I was still, like, half dreaming, so, like, I, like, sat up and grabbed Lauren's <laughs> arm. I guess I thought... Freddie was coming after me, but yeah, fucking um, terrified. Have you guys watched uh, Rick and Morty on Adult Swim? No. I catch the tail end of it because um, it comes on like right as I'm getting ready to go to sleep. One of my new favorite shows. I binge watched the entire first season like earlier in the week. I've actually watched the entire first season twice. Nice. Um, but there is an episode that kind of becomes a parody of Inception, where they're going into people's dreams to try to nice. influence them. But as they go, they, they end up, like, having to go deeper into people's dreams. And eventually they hit, like, a, a Freddy, Car- like Freddy Krueger uh, knockoff called, nice. like, Scary Larry or something like that. That has, uh, yeah, swords instead of, like, knives. Like, nice. you know, a legally safe mm-hmm. uh, knockoff of a popular 80s horror film character. But uh, he runs around chasing after him and ends every sentence with, Bitch! <laughs> To the point where it becomes ridiculous. That's a great show. It basically what it is. It's kind of if you take Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it looks like Doc. Brown, yeah, the but one if guy. Doc Brown was Marty's sociopathic, alcoholic uh, nice. grandpa who takes him on dimension hopping adventures rather than time oh. travel adventures. Ah, but What's it it, called? it's called Rick and Morty. Um, it's by Dan Harmon and uh, Justin Rolio or something like that. But uh, it, Channel One Hundred and One guys, um, Dan Harmon's the guy who co-created community nice he co-created this but uh it, it's just a fantastic adult swim show uh, i think if you go to adult swims app or their website you can stream like yeah, the like entire first season mm-hmm. but it's like really shitty quality so i'd say wait for the blu-ray or There's catch a, it on reruns i'm probably the only one have either of you ever watched regular show yeah no yeah, that's really good is that oh the my. one about the bird yeah the, the raccoon, bird and the raccoon Mordecai and rigby yeah. the first episode i saw that was a pro wrestling themed episode which is <laughs> badass and the second episode was an Evil Dead episode. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's a great it's, show. Yeah. That's a great it's show. It's, like, um, ridiculously good. The first season is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, 15-minute or 10-minute episodes. 11 minutes. Is it on yeah, Cartoon yeah. Network? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it usually comes on, like, it right used to be- come on right before Adventure Time. And yeah. it comes on, like, in, the, like, 30 minutes or so right before Adult Swim kicks off. Mm-hmm. So it's intended for, like, teenagers and up. Yeah, it, it's one of those shows that definitely is kind of, they say it's for kids, but it's closer to Adult Swim than I think it is, like, an actual kids show. Oh, Mark okay. Hamill does the voice of this big gorilla, white gorilla <laughs> named yeah. Skips. It's a weird show. I'm still, I've seen, like, a bunch of episodes. I'm still not kind of sure on what the whole background backstory is. It's just, I, I've never caught it from the beginning, and I right. don't know if they ever explain what the fuck's going I on. I think they do, but, <laughs> oh, I have select, ep- I bought a DVD pack of it. It wasn't nice. like a season. But that was stuff, before yeah. they put it on Netflix, but mm. it's so good. It is a good it's show. so random. It's a really good show. Children's cartoons have gotten better in recent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Ninja Turtles cartoon, current cartoon, that is actually started, legitimately good to watch. I feel watch. like that kind of started, like, after the Nicktoons thing, kind of, tailed off like and they rebranded like Danny Phantom was actually really watchable in hmm. my opinion mm-hmm. that wasn't a bad show and uh, I like, like Ben 10 mm-hmm. kind of caught fire and then from there like I feel like Avatar people watched the kind fuck of out of Avatar up <laughs> the stakes for like children's mm-hmm. cartoons Legend again. of Korra too yeah yeah cause like after the 90's boom of like the really good Nicktoon stuff mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, oh, more so, like, shows, kids' cartoons nowadays are, like, have ongoing storylines that are fairly epic that aren't just, like, today we have to go wash a car, or, like, like, any episode of Rugrats. A lot of 80s (laughs) cartoons, too, like, Garfield was just, like... I did like Garfield and Friends. I did, too, but, like, it wasn't really, like... You could watch it in any order, and it didn't matter. There was no ongoing story arcs Mm -hmm. that, that were happening. What was the name of Garfield and Friends? That, like it would also do the stuff U.S. The... Acres. Mm-hmm. That was good. Horse and the Pig. I think that was I an liked actual comic duck. strip for all, for several years. I, yeah, I think that. I like that more than the Garfield parts. They actually, <clears throat> I want to say they released that on its own at one point on DVD. Just the U.S. Acres stuff. They might have because yeah. it wasn't on the Garfield. Because the Garfield DVDs were just Garfield. It wasn't Garfield and Friends. Yeah. I think. Hmm. I remember as a kid, I always had this like. Imaginary beef in my head that Garfield and Heathcliff hated each other. <laughs> Heathcliff was the shitty version of Garfield, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he was. But I remember the two shows were on, and I was always watch. I would watch Heathcliff and be like, Heathcliff was always Garfield's just so much. Better. I always liked Riff Raft and his like junkyard crew way better than the actual Heathcliff. Is that Raft. the one with the hat? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They they were the same show, but like they'd have like basically the Fat Albert game, except they were all cats in the mm-hmm. junkyard. And then they'd have the Heathcliff episodes, which were separate. Very rarely they'd cross over. Most of the time they'd kept separate. Heathcliff just run around in a scarf or something? Heathcliff no. was naked. He was just an orange yeah, cat like Garfield. Yeah, he was like just Garfield. an orange cat. But yeah. Riff Raff like, had a, like, a, like a, a beanie hat and like a scarf. Okay, that's yeah. who I'm thinking. And he was yeah, cool. Yeah, and he had Mongo, the big giant cat, and mm-hmm. he had like another dude that wore like headphones and was all like, yeah. lanky and... Weird looking. I like that show. Like, yeah, at least had, I like that the girl, of the show. Riff Raff had the girlfriend that had like with the cat that wore leg warmers for some fucking reason. Yeah. Because it was the which 80s. probably sto- spawned a lot of furries. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, her and and the fucking Robin Hood Disney cartoon yep. and and Gadget Hack Rents from Russia. You know and whatever the the mink was in Animaniacs. What were, uh, Minerva Mink. Yep. What were some of your favorite Nicktoons like from the nineties? Like, I didn't realize how, like, I remember I had a friend who wasn't allowed to watch Rocco, and I was, and I never got why he wasn't. If I could, Rocco was great. Yes, but Rocco, like... Rocco was great, but I would not let my kid watch it at the time. No. no nipples no, of dude. the future. He yeah. plugged his nipples into his eyeballs, and he saw the future. And Rocco worked on a sex line? Like, he was... Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. baby, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's one of those shows that you're just like, how did this get Yeah, and the, the choky chicken, man. the restaurant. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know how that and Ren and Stimpy got on the air, honestly. Like, yeah, a Ren lot of Ren and Stimpy was disgusting yes. watching it now. And the naked dude, the naked old man. At, yeah. uh, at Anger? Or? I I still use the No, no sir, George Licker. Like no, no, George Licker, was that it? I think so. Yeah. The horse that was always entering. No, sir. Mr. Like horse. Yeah. I just remember one episode still sticks with me where Ren took a hammer and smashed his teeth out. Yeah. And then he took pliers and pulled the, the what are those called? The red things in your teeth? The the gums or like the, the roots. roots? The roots. He pulled oh, God, the roots yeah. out with the pliers. Oh, yeah. Ping, ping. yeah. And to this day, that anytime I think of a cavity or a dentist, a, a flashback to that. show was so gross. And then it came on Spike TV. Yeah, they brought it back. And it was terrible because they had no... This is the thing. I think sometimes when you've got censorship... You get more, you get better product you if you have to, to be creative, creative and get around That's that. That's why like WWE it, was great yeah. when well, they had to get around that shit. Yeah, Adventure Time is one of those shows, and I, like regular shows, another example mm-hmm. of like the shit that they do to get around the censors, it, it, like makes it more brilliant because you're like, ah, I see what they did there, and mm-hmm. it gives you that kind of like endorphin rush for like, I figured out the, their little trick, right. you know? 
Yeah. Oh, like in uh, the only episode of I seen of Adventure Time was about zombies. Yeah, but they were the eating candy man. people or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, that's the very first episode yeah. of it. And then, uh, and yeah. you could get away with them devouring people because they were made of candy. I highly recommend watching that whole show because, like, you don't realize it, but what you realize that as you go on is that the whole show is basically a post-apocalyptic uh, story. Oh. It's like after like the apocalypse, and like the whole world of Ooh is Earth after the fall of civilization. Oh shit! And Finn is the last human being that hasn't been mutated or messed up in some fucking way. And oh. they you slowly get like the whole story of like how that came to pass, like uh, through uh, uh, through. I got I don't know even why is like, this dog stretchy? Um, magic. Okay, be, hey. like radiation and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, like, so the, like how SpongeBob was. Based on radioactive testing, they say. Yeah, like the yeah. Bi- bikini atoll. <laughs> yeah. Speak, uh, going back to Ren and Stimpy, my mm-hmm. favorite Ren and Stimpy episode was this one where, like, some kid won a contest to, like, hang out with Ren and Stimpy for a weekend. But, mm-hmm. like, he thought that they were going to be, like, the cartoon versions of themselves, but, like, they showed up and they were just, like, normal people. <laughs> and I remember, like, the kid was devastated because he, like, Opened the bathroom door and Ren was sitting on the toilet reading the newspaper, smoking a cigarette, and like Stimpy was like shaving his arms in the bathtub. And I'm like, why the fuck did I ever watch this random ass show as a kid? Like, what was I getting from that show? It was just so weird and subversive, and it was kind of naughty. Yeah, yeah. I knew people like, who weren't allowed be to watch this. Yeah. People yeah. who weren't allowed to yeah. watch it. Their parents were like, you can't watch Ren and Stimpy or Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I mean, I my... wasn't allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Um. Going back to, to favorite Nicktoons, did any of you guys ever watch, uh, what was it, like, uh, Search for the Mysterious Cities of Gold, City of Gold or something like that? No. Um, what it was, it was this, like, I want to say it was, like, kind of a, a, maybe, like, a French production or something like that, but it was this story where um, these, like, kids were traveling to find, like, this ancient, like, at lost Aztec city, and it dealt with a lot of, like... Uh, um, high tech, like ancient civilizations with high tech that have been lost and stuff like that, and they flew in a a airship that was shaped like a golden condor, like nice. uh, and shit like that. I don't was, know what the hell that. Um, they they actually, I think they recently, a few years back, put them all out on DVD, and they put out like a game based hmm. on it that like kind of continues the story. Uh, it was really damn good. Another show that I loved when I was a kid was Noozles. Um, the koala bears. The koala bears. Oh. And they ate eucalyptus leaves, yep. and they had magic powers. Yep, because they were from the koala dimension. That... And the one had the lipstick, and she would make portals where yep. she would draw. And the yep, yep. I love the shit out of that show. I watched every single episode of it. I remember like the whole arc from the beginning all the way to the end, where like they they're able to go back to the koala dimension and like rescue <coughs> the girls. Dad it was like an anime whatever. kind of thing. It was. I, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was one like... of my earliest experience. Er, <clears throat> Uh, memories of what like anime was at the mm-hmm. time. Um, little Prince was another one that was a French Japanese co production, I believe, or maybe it was just it was about French. the little animals and stuff. No, it was based on the uh, um, the novel oh. Little Prince um, about the the uh, the boy who lives on the tiny planet with his only company is like a single rose oh. on yeah. it, and then he travels to other stars helping people and stuff like that. It's it's really good. Uh, it's like a classic children's book. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, I just remember in that Wuzzles, Noozles? Noozles, Noozles. I remember Wuzzles was a Disney thing. That was where they had Bumble, Bumble Lion and... I got a Wuzzle, I got a Wuzzle. Cuddly yeah. as can be. Yeah. He's part hippo and part bunny. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. I remember the fuck out of Wuzzles. <laughs> um, 
I liked Doug as a kid, but it's on like Amazon Prime, and I went back, and that show was very like the the first like Doug before it got shifted to what ABC. ABC it was that's terrible. when it started becoming terrible. Yeah, yeah. The, Doug when it first started was pretty damn great. Right, but like the show was good. Doug was the least important character on that show. Like, pretty he much, was yeah. Not like he was Charlie Brown essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And he had, like, dangerous, like, hallucinations. Yeah. Like, he daydreamed to the point where he'd put himself in physical danger. And it's like, at a certain point, like, you know, the parents should really, like, consider fucking committing him. Because he's almost killed himself 20 times. Yeah. Oh, man. But, definitely, I mean, that, um... I, I liked Hey Arnold as a kid. I well. did. Mm-hmm. I still watch <clears throat> Hey Arnold. It comes on at, like, 10.30 sometimes. Stoop kid's yeah. afraid to leave his stoop. What was that show? This was, like, way after I was too grown up to watch it, but the kiddo uh, kind of caught it. Was it Codename Kids Next Door? Yeah, I don't know I remember that those video games. It's about a bunch of, like, uh, kids secret agents slash spies oh. that, uh, like, have, like, a high-tech treehouse type deal. I think the last Nicktoon I actively watched was Rocket Power. I okay. didn't watch that. Yeah. And that was because I was, like, really into, like, Tony Hawk and stuff, so, like, it kind of fit in. <laughs> yeah, that was about when I was getting out of it. Right. Um, I mean, I liked Ah Real Monsters. Yeah. Um, Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers. I didn't great. like that as much as most people. I don't know why. I liked it. Zim was Invader Zim was better. Yeah, I think Zim was Zim was was when I was well out of Nickelodeon shit. But mm-hmm. then I watched the DVDs when those came yeah. out. Yeah, that and was then there was really... that whole controversy of it being canceled and brought I and mean, all this other shit. Yeah. Then everyone started selling shit for it. I'm Even to this they day, they shit. still sell shit yeah. for it. Yeah, Nick like kind of they they kind of hated what they had. Yeah, and they didn't. I, I don't know why they didn't think that the guy who did the Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comics would be a good fit for a kids show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that show is so fucking dark and messed up. And, it, it, like, it's TV7. How the fuck can they get away with some of that shit? Mm-hmm. Because it's, like Ren and Stimpy, it's mm-hmm. one of those things. It's like, this is just kind of horrifying. I mean, the whole world is just a world of shit. Yeah, but, but however, it made them a terrible. shitload of money. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why they didn't keep it going. <clears throat> no, I mean, Or they, just put it on at a different time or sell it to Cartoon they, Network. They fucked it around on the schedule forever, so no one... And then when they started putting out new episodes, they never told anyone, so the fans didn't even know about it until mm-hmm. they were airing. Some of them only, like, showed up in Britain. Mm-hmm. It was just a mess. They just—it's like they wanted to to sweep it under the rug and just say fuck it, forget about it. We, we just, don't like. We money. don't understand this. Yes. Speaking At the of, same time, if they if they were able to put that on now, they would milk the shit out oh, of yeah. it. Oh yeah. Because I think Invader Zim is what kept Hot Topic in business for oh, like shit, four years. Dude. No kidding, Netflix. man. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking, I don't think it was a Nicktoon. It definitely. I don't think it was, but it came on Nickelodeon, the Beetlejuice cartoon. Yeah, I fucking love that. Originally uh, showed up on Fox. Okay, uh, syndic- uh, syndicated, but because I, I think they released that on DVD recently. They did, but um, I'd love to have it for a while. You streaming. could stream it somewhere. But oh, really? For a while, but you can, I don't think you can anymore. I remember watching like several of the episodes way back when. I thought it was on Hulu or something. It was for a while. I don't or was it on? Remember, YouTube briefly was doing like you can watch TV shows on YouTube for a little. Yeah, while. I remember you could watch like the whole first season of the Transformers on there and shit. Yeah, and, and then they got, I think yeah. they got rid of all that shit. Yeah. Who would want to go back and watch the whole old original He Man though? Yeah, they're kind of terrible. Speaking of, you gave me uh, some of those DVDs of t- the Turtles, mm-hmm. the seasons, because you have the big box set. Yep. Haven't been able to get through a single episode. It's hard. I can only get through the episodes that I like watched like all the time when I was a kid, mm-hmm. just because of the nostalgia. 
like the one that's essentially a um, aliens ripoff about those pizza monsters. Uh, I had that oh, tape. Yes. I had that tape. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that one I can get through, and I can get through like the Leatherhead stuff. It's just so hard. Most of the first it season is so I can bad. get through because. That's well, the first the, season was like, somewhat over. serious. Yeah. A little bit, and it well, had a, a linking storyline, kind of. Just the ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. It's dog shit. Like, they it had, is un- unwatchable. I do get excited when I see an episode that had a character that I didn't realize was actually on the show. I just thought it was a toy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Scumbug? Scum, yeah, and Dirtbag. And Ace Duck, or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> I like Ace Duck. Dirtbag and Ground Chuck were actually in an episode. Hmm. And Toka and Razor. Yeah, I watched that those two episodes because uh, I knew them from the movie, but they mm-hmm. gave them completely different they origins like, in the comic. Yeah, and they had like normal voices I mean, and they weren't dumb. They were actually really smart. Well, another way to sell a toy. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to talk a bit about E3? I think we should save that for another podcast. We could do a whole E3. Alright. Uh, where can they find you, Steven? I'm on Twitter at Fen underscore Dingo. Also on Instagram, same name. All right. Uh, I am Mr. Mixiez Pitalik123. That's M R M X Y Z P T L K 123. And that's my handle for Steam, Xbox Live, PSN, Nintendo Network, um, Skype, Twitter. Pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. Uh, you can also listen to me on Radio Destructoid, which is our podcast that I do for Destructoid.com. It's a video game site. We talk about video games. Who'd have thunk? Uh, ben. I'm on Instagram at Mudkip5000, where uh, I get my Ninja Turtle trading on, along with Steven. Um, I'm uh, on another podcast called Dispatches from the Weird, also Ooh. on WeirdoChurch.com, which is where this, web po- oh, bleh, this podcast is. <laughs> and I think that's about all I do. Yeah, yeah. M- most of my life revolves around trading turtles, trading turtles, and podcasting. I would imagine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, WeirdoChurch.com for everything else uh, related to this podcast. Destructoid.com for everything related to Brilliant. Aaron's podcast. Yep. Um, I'll say it. I haven't said it in a while. Uh, this one's for you, Morph.